you know, people say that there's no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. That's not true. The, the, the elevator to success or the rocket ship to the moon is. Welcome to seven to eight, our special series on seven and eight figure speakers. In this interview series, some of the hottest speakers in the industry who've made over seven figures in a year or less will uncover their twists and turns in their adventures, helping you to avoid the potholes and stick to the fast track. Welcome now to center stage, our next guest speaker. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelak, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Jordan. Jordan, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Michelle. It's great to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Awesome. So give us kind of the quick introduction of who you are and what you love to do. Oh, yeah. So I'm. Um, my name is Jordan Adler. I reside in Las Vegas, and then I've got a couple of mountain homes. So I like the mountains as well. And uh, I, I started off as a, as a um, growing up in the south suburbs of Chicago. Um, and I got my introduction to being an entrepreneur from a book that I picked up at a garage sale um, called The Ten Napkin Presentations by Don Faela. Super outdated book today, but it taught me the idea of leverage and residual income. Um, so there's a long journey in between there and now. Uh, rather than getting into it all right now, I'll just tell you that um, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got multiple businesses. I wrote a book called Beach Money, which is a uh, Creating Your Dream Life Through Network Marketing, sold over a million copies, and then a second book called Better Than Beach Money. Um, I've got, I'm the top distributor with an organization called Send Out Cards, which is a relationship marketing business tool that allows you to connect with individuals on a real personal level from an app on your phone. And um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, I love to travel and what else do you want to know, Michelle? <laughs> I love it. Well, let's back up a little bit and go, how did you get into sending cards as a thing? How did it become uh, your a, choice? Yeah. So when I, so when I was um, younger, I would read books that were written by successful entrepreneurs like Joe Girard and Tom Hopkins and Harvey McKay. You might've heard of them. They wrote yeah. classic books and mm -hmm. Every one of them talked about the importance of handwriting notes. And then I remembered when I was really young, five years old, my mother used to sit down with me. And anytime somebody did something nice for me, she would not suggest, but make me write a thank you card. And so I did that for years. And then the internet came along. I, I actually went out when I was younger, bought a Rolodex and uh, started putting business cards in there and sending handwritten notes to people. And a lot of people think it's an out, it's an outdated art but it's really something that makes even a bigger difference today because nobody does it so i had this rolodex and then the and i filled it up and then i never went and bought another rolodex and years went by and i got out of the habit and then i heard about this uh company that allowed would allow you to go on your computer and pick from thousands of cards type a personal message upload a photo and hit the send button and the company would print it for you stuff it in an envelope seal it send stamp it and send it all for about a buck. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And so I, I'll use that every day. So I started using it. And back then, this was when half the population was still on dial-up. There was no smartphones, there were no apps. It was just a very simple technology. And if you wanted to upload a picture, it took literally five minutes. You can go in the kitchen, make a sandwich and eat it. And then the picture would pop up. And so over the years, you know, we've evolved. And today we're the largest customer of the US post office. Uh, we send out anywhere between 100,000 and 500,000 cards per day. Physical cards in the mail. You hit the send button on your app, 
the card is printed, stuffed in an envelope, sealed, stamped, and sent for you in the mail the next day. And you can add gift cards and gifts. And so I just saw this as something that would be a really useful tool. And then uh, less than a month later, I said, there's millions of people that could use this. And so I started marketing it. And I've been marketing it for 18 years and having fun doing it. Nice. Yeah. Well, and you've been marketing it marketing it incredibly well so when you when you started where you still use like it, it's a digital program you're using it online but a lot of your um influence on the market was all face-to-face was it not yeah so i did all it was i'm a networker you know and i did a lot of face-to-face networking i was involved with bni business network international for many years um and I did a lot of conference room meetings and office meetings and things like that. I'd go into real estate offices and speak. And um, I noticed um, more recently in the last few years, things are kind of leveling off in the offline networking, even before COVID, mm-hmm. in the offline networking world. Things have leveled off. The, the groups are getting a little bit older and the the younger people just aren't there. And I discovered that there's this big world out there of online marketers that's a hundred times bigger than the offline world. And it's growing, it's it's exciting. There's a lot of ambition in there and there's a lot of creation happening. And I just decided about a year ago that I'm gonna jump into that world feet first. And so I did, and I started booking myself on retreats and cruises and um, all different kinds of things. I joined some masterminds just to meet that community and get to know the people in the community and see if there was a way that I could serve them. I love it. Well, and I think you're going to have to write yet another book that kind of mirrors the, what is the importance of sending out a handwritten card to people? Because I think when you start going down a generation, they don't know. Sure. There are actually a couple books written. In fact, we've got an online book called The Promptings Process, which is 170 pages, but it's an easy read and a fun read. And that's available through our program. But then our founder wrote a book. Oh, I don't know if you can see that with the Brady Bunch in the background. You can't see it. The Power of Human Connection by Cody Bateman, which does exactly what you're talking about. It talks about, it's a it's a book on building relationships and the power of relationships. And it talks about how you can use our card system to effectively build stronger alliances and partnerships, which is important in today's world. Partnerships and alliances are the shortcut. If somebody's looking for, you know, people say that there's no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. That's not true. The, the, the elevator to success or the rocket ship to the moon is um, relationships, building partnerships with the right people. That's where, that's where things accelerate very rapidly. If you try and do it all yourself, it doesn't happen. And so the quicker and more effective, the, the, the more effectively you are at building those solid rock solid partnerships and relationships, which is what our tool is designed to do, um, the faster you achieve your dreams and your goals. Nice. I love it. So talk to me about the book and kind of what kind of concepts you're covering in there. In which book? The Power uh, of Human Connection or? Um, in Beach Money. Oh, in Beach Money. Yeah. Yeah. Beach Money. It, you know, the thing that people get from Beach Money, it's a network marketing book, but it's about networking. I would say 70% of it is pretty generic and applies to every business. And then um, the other 30% is very specific to our profession, the network marketing profession. And the thing that I can tell you that people get from the book most of all, and this is probably the most important thing, when somebody doesn't believe they can do it, they don't do the work. 
right? Yeah. And so if you think about like Orville and Wilbur Wright, um, they would, if they didn't believe they could fly, they would have quit. They would, they went, they, they experienced worldwide ridicule, you know, risking death, but they persisted. And the reason they persisted is because they believed they could crack the code of flight. That's why they persisted. So when people read Beach Money, the, the thing they get from it the most is the simplicity of it and that I can do it. The moment that I realized myself that I could do this and make money at it, that's when things started to happen. So for this is part of the story you might not know, Michelle, my first 10 years in network marketing, I was involved in 11 network marketing companies, never signed up one person and never made one penny. I would get involved in a company. I would work it for two months, three months, talk to a few people. They were all negative, probably because of the of my attitude, my the way that I was approaching them. But they'd be they they'd shut me down, and I would get discouraged, and I would quit. And then eight months mm -hmm. later, I joined another company, and I did that for uh, ten years, eleven different companies. I did. I was in Doctor Hill's Potent. I, I was in my twenties. Doctor Hill's Potent Ice Spiralina and Sunset Travel Clubs and New Skin and Amway twice and. But I and I would go to their events. I would buy their product. Um, racked up thirty six thousand dollars in debt on credit cards, twenty two credit cards. When I was thirty four years old, I was living in an enclosed garage. My rent was two hundred dollars a month. I was at five hundred five West Sixteenth Street in Tempe, Arizona. If you want to look it up on Google Maps, I was living in the garage. You'll see the enclosed garage. That's awesome. And my Jeep was in the street. It had been parked in the street for two years. It was broken. I couldn't afford to fix it. And I was introduced to my, I was there for many of those companies, but then I was introduced to my 12th company. And it was like when preparation and opportunity collide, it was a great opportunity. It was in the early stages of the company. I mean, they had been around for a couple of years, but it was relatively early. And I had been you know, through the school of hard knocks. I'd been to so many seminars and read so many books and listened to so many audios. And I finally figured out how to set up a simple appointment, how to build those relationships, how to stay in touch with people and follow up. Nice. And my business started to grow. I signed up about one person a month on average for a couple of years. And my 16th person was a lady named Jackie Ulmer. Do you know her? I don't. So Jackie's an online marketer, but she wasn't back then. She was a secretary. You know, Jackie actually worked for the airlines in yield management, and her husband was an airline pilot. She was very skeptical. And we sat down. She was my 16th person in my first two years. And she introduced it to somebody in New Mexico named Judy Dubiel, who was a secretary and a student. And that woman, over the next three years, added 12,000 distributors to my organization and 40,000 customers and made me my first million. Wow. I was with that company for 13 years until the technology became obsolete. And uh, we we actually, you know, I made millions and millions of dollars with that company. But that was after being involved. And I moved out of the garage, of course. Got, <laughs> Why? Got you didn't buy the house? Cars and started flying around the world on private jets. And it was crazy. And my life got really, really exciting and really fun after that. But I went through 10 years, 11 companies without making a penny. That is incredible. And I, I love the story in the essence that you're an overnight success after right. <laughs> what, how many years of working it and grinding it and, and doing the thing. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs kind of lose that. They're especially now when they're being told, you know, you're just a click away from a million dollar business and, you know, you can do it. 
it does take fortitude. It does take the willingness to be able to, you know, get up and do it, whether you feel like it or not. And I think it takes that little special something, something to be able to get people's attention that other people aren't doing, which then brings us back to send out cards and why it's so awesome in being able to create those moments for people when they're like, that was so sweet. Let me tell you a story that you haven't heard, Michelle, um, that this past weekend, we had a memorial up in the mountains for a friend that we lost to COVID. Um, He was in in his 70s, but a good friend. I I knew his wife really well. I know his wife really well and his stepdaughter and stepson. And we had the the memorial at this just beautiful, beautiful home that has this rooftop garden with this open roof. And and Lauren, uh, his stepdaughter and his wife, um, uh, Nancy, were sitting next to each other. And Lauren, the stepdaughter, had her arm around uh, her mom. And and then her brother was up on the front talking to the group. And uh, I took a picture and the picture for whatever reason, the way it happened, there was these beams of light that were coming down on Nancy and Lauren. And then her brother was in the background and I, I had it on my phone. And so right after the ceremony, I made it a black and white photo. And I, on the back of the card, I said, Michael smiling down on you. And I, and I, with a black and white photo with the beams of light coming down, I literally from my phone added a little frame, a little beautiful $15 frame that they can put the card in. And I sent it to Garrett, the stepson, Lauren, the daughter, and Nancy, all with one click from the reception, nice. from the memorial. And so to be able to do that kind of thing and, you know, people, when you when you connect with people on a personal level like that on a daily basis, mm-hmm. sending out photo postcards and, and just cards to let people know that you appreciate them and that you're thinking about them, cards to lift them up, all those kinds of things. It leaves an impression that mm-hmm. if anybody is looking for what you have, the person that has been a victim of you will say, you need to talk to Michelle because she's nice. And that's what I learned from these books that I read when I was younger is that when you vibrate at that level with personal connection, people will think of you when they, when somebody asks about what you do, they think of you versus someone else. They say, you got to talk to Michelle. I love that. And I had heard stories of people who parents had a little kind of nightstand sort of thing by the door and they would have a bunch of notes in the little door and they pull them out. And at the end of the day, they like when they yeah. came home, they would sit and write out some notes of people who were nice and send them to the mail, which at that time was apt because we tended to do things like that. I'll do that at the end of the day. Today, yeah. we don't do things at the end of the day. We do things now or they don't get done and we forget which is why it's so nice to be able to just get on your phone and, and make it happen right there. I mean, I can't, we all have what, 2000, 20,000 pictures on our phones yeah. that never get to the recipient. And if all we did was, you know, send one of those out a day and, and make those connections, how much better would people feel about life and, and the connections that they have? Yeah. And I think I never answered your question. I think you, you, you asked about <laughs> send out cards and I gave you my life history that's awesome. That's all well, good. I ended up um, getting contacted by a guy that I didn't know, and he started sending me cards. And mm-hmm. he put a DVD in a couple of the cards. And finally, I watched the DVD, and the DVD told the story of send out cards and how it works. And I'm like, I'll use that. I'll use it every day. I need to have a system like this. And I'd never seen anything like it. And so I signed up. I worked it for, I used it. I don't know if I, did I share this part of the story? No. I don't no, I've been on two other podcasts. <laughs> today, so I can't remember. Right. 
So then um, a month in, I'm like, there's so many people that could use this service. I want to be part of um, sharing it with others. So I started building it as a business and um, started signing up about one person a day. And I've signed up about 600 people in 18 years, which is about one. It, I, I've actually shown it to 5,000 people in 16 years, which is about one a day. Wow. And I've, signed up, I've signed up about 600 of the 5,000, which is about one out of nine. So one out of nine people sign up. And from that has come over 600,000 affiliates and over a million customers. Well, I love that because clearly from your experience, not only does it work as an augmentation to a business to be able to say thank you to clients and friends and things like that, but it's actually a business unto itself. It's a business and it's a business that I've enjoyed building for the past 18 years. I love that. And so who who is kind of the... I was going to say, who's the, kind of the person that's primed for your services and getting a hold of you? And I also want to know who's kind of the outliers of like, I never would have thought that person would have <laughs> come in and done it. Yeah, it worked really well. The obvious ones would be things like realtors or people that have trade companies like roofers and plumbers, uh, flower shop, those kinds of things, right? That's the obvious ones, but really what I'm looking for are people that are online business coaches, mm -hmm. uh, coaches, authors, speakers, people that help other people bring their offline business online mm -hmm. or help them create businesses online because every one of those people very rapidly learn the importance of the offline game, which they're not playing most of them. And they know it's important because the effectiveness of emails, because we're getting so bombarded is going further and further and further down used to be email open rate was over 80%. Now it's like under 20%, like 17%. Yeah. And so when you can connect with people from the offline game, uh, you, you get an advantage. So let me just give you an example. Laura Langmeyer. Oh, I got to shut off my filter so you can see this. Hang on. Uh, you love your filter, by the way. That is hilarious. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. All right, cool. Okay. Hey. So Laurel Langmeyer, um, she had a conference called Gen W. She's an online, offline marketer. She does live events, but she's also got millions of people in her funnel. And uh, she, after this event, she sent everybody from the event a thank you card. I spoke on her stage, but then had a little message on the back uh, to everybody mm -hmm. thanking them along with, you know, what they can do to continue on the journey. So this is just an example of a postcard, but it's every online marketer knows intuitively that they need to play an offline game, but they're missing it because... They're just so involved in the online stuff. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it does speak to being able to create create connections is really what it's all about, right? I mean, it's it's that that little one off, that little extra that you're putting into the relationship. It's saying thank you for having somebody's money. We were talking uh, at an another event, a mastermind event about customer service and how important it is to just thank people for giving you money. Like, yeah. And how hard is that? <laughs> so, right. So, but otherwise, they go to Amazon. You mentioned the outliers as well. And yeah. the outliers are people that, on the surface, just knowing them, you wouldn't think they would be good candidates for this, but they know the right people. So you don't know who they know. And in our business, because you don't know who someone knows, you don't know who they're connected to. If they get, if they get lit up about it, they want to share it with other people. Nice. So. And you can do fun stuff like this too. These are photo postcards for 97 bucks a month. You can send unlimited photo postcards, including postage anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
you know, these are just, these are just postcards that you, the same kind of cards you'd buy at the store, only you can do it for pennies and yeah, super fun. Nice. And, well, and it really does come down to the, you know, are you remembering the people that were important to you and are you thanking them for doing uh, the things that they went out of the way for you? And I think it just, you know, that alone makes you feel better about your day and it makes them feel better about the day. It's kind of the ultimate way of being able to just pat people on the yeah. back that are 5,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, giving us a platform to shout this out. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So what would you say is your favorite part of your business? Well, I mean, it's so it's so cliche. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? It's, it, it, when you put people together, when you put great people together, the magic that comes from that is yeah. is incredible. And that's what, what I do. I'm connecting people. I'm connecting people to people and I'm connecting people to opportunity. And that's fulfilling. It just is. Nice. Watching people grow, watching people make um make the magic from those experiences that they create through our, you know, through our relationship. Nice. Well, you told us a great story of your downline and the, her Cinderella story. Do you have any great Cinderella stories of clients that weren't sending out cards and then started to? Yeah, I have, I have one in particular one that's a, really great. So uh, Gail Zintek, Gail and Steve, they're uh, realtors from Michigan and they were, average realtors they mm -hmm. would sell a few homes a year um, and they found us and learned how to use the system effectively which is very simple but they were at a chamber meeting and there was some caterers set up there and they had a beautiful food display and then they had this little business card holder with their business cards and it had their office address on the business card so she took pictures of them at the event at the chamber event grabbed their business card and before she even left there she had a card, a two panel card in an envelope mailed to them with a, a gift, a, a two pack of brownies. She wrote a nice message in there and said that their catering was beautiful and was delicious. And it was really great to meet them and put her real estate brand on the back of the card. And turned out they didn't have a realtor and they wanted to sell their home. So they contacted her and said, would you sell our home? And she said, sure. Well, it turns out that she stayed in touch with them and they became friends. And then they had a daughter that was getting married and daughter and her, their son-in-law need a home. So they went to Gail because who else are they going to go to? Gail's the, her, their person because Gail's now close friends with them and has built that real strong relationship. She keeps sending them cards. Well, then what happened is Gail started getting, Gail and Steve started getting referrals from, um, from them. And over the next five years, she sold eight homes as a result of that one connection and made her over $150,000 in commissions. So that's just an example of somebody in, in terms of putting the program to use in the way that it's designed. Nice. I love that. So what do you think some of the stumbling blocks that are that somebody might have right now and they're thinking, oh my God, Jordan, I need this so badly. Oh, like what, what would be the stumbling blocks in terms of needing the service? No, in terms of where are they at right now? So is it because they're, they're not, maybe they're not closing deals. They're not getting the connections yeah. that they're looking for. What do you think they oh, I think I there... think you don't have if you don't have a powerful group of people and it doesn't have to be a big group it could be 20 people or 30 people if you don't have a powerful group of 20 or 30 people that are your allies that are out there shouting you from the rooftop you need send out cards because when you use it effectively you will build an alliance and it's those alliances that ultimately those are the alliances that turn 
a small business into a multi-million dollar business. Um, and I think most entrepreneurs, no matter what they're in, let's say you're a real estate investor and you raise money to invest in deals. Well, do you have a group of 10 or 20 people that are constantly, that you're friends with, that are alliances to you, that are constantly bringing money to you for investment deals? You got to be good at the business. I'm going to assume you're good at the business, but what are, what are your partnerships look like? Those partnerships, you, if you nurture those partnerships, make sure that each one of them gets one or two gifts a year and a holiday card from you and remember their birthday and all those kinds of things. Nice. I love that. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How did they start their journey with you? Yeah. So if they're interested in learning more about send out cards, they can go to sendoutcards.com forward slash 632042. And I think it's going to be on the screen, right? Yes, Somewhere. absolutely. We will have uh, the link in the show notes so they can go down there and check it out. Sendoutcards.com forward slash 632042. And if mm -hmm. you have any questions at all, um, just uh, find me on Instagram. I'm Beach Money Jordan at Beach Money Jordan and shoot me a message. I love that. So tell us more about when you knew that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur. Well, you know, I was young and I was just like into lemon. Like I had no exposure. I had no exposure to being an entrepreneur when I was a kid. Nobody around our family, nobody in the neighborhood. Um, but I was the guy that was doing the lemonade stand and the paper route and trying to figure out different creative ways that I could increase my tips as do, you know, delivering the newspaper. And, and so I, I, I was kind of wired as an entrepreneur from the start. And I was, I fumbled my way through the entrepreneurial world before I could really crack the code. And the same thing happened to me with real estate. Once I started making money in network marketing, I decided where, you know, where am I going to put my money? I decided I was going to do some things in real estate. So I started listening to no money down real estate courses and started playing around in that. My first six properties, I lost $300,000 in all, all of them combined. And that was when I was making 30,000 a year, less than 30,000 a year. And then I, I ended up with 50 rentals um, and a bunch of other stuff too, some land and, and I've made money since then, but I had to go through that. I had to walk through the fire. And I think the, the one thing that most people miss that are want to be entrepreneurs um, is they want the freedom that comes with it. They want to have their dreams and they don't see any other way there. And then they run into some setbacks and they quit and quitting mm -hmm. is not a great strategy for success. So absolutely. So what made you decide to stick to real estate after that much of a loss? I knew there was money there. I knew there was money there. And I knew that I just had some, I just had things I needed to learn. And usually what, what I would do is I would quit and then I would get back into it because I saw, you know, cause I continue to read and I understood the basic principles of it, but there were mistakes that I was making, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of luck, but mostly it's making good decisions. Mm -hmm. um, and when I finally met the right person, man, it's so much of it is just meeting the right person at the right time and having the right partners that can lead you to the best opportunities you know and it was when i met beyond win from cleveland an inner city dude we weren't meant to meet like we were meant to meet but if you knew who this guy was and his background and where we come from the likelihood that we would even cross paths was very slim and i ended up buying 26 homes from him he wow. would buy the homes from the bank for three thousand dollars and then he'd put fifteen thousand into them and sell them to me for twenty five thousand and they were fully remodeled beautiful two bedroom, three bedroom, four bedroom homes and some duplexes. And he'd sell them to me 
and I'd pay cash for them. And those were great properties, but I didn't understand that in the early days. And I made really bad, stupid decisions. <laughs> some of them couldn't have been avoid, avoided. Some of them couldn't have been, but some of them could have been. So, so would you say that the success in that is realizing, even though it may seem like an epic fail on the outside, to be able to look at, okay, what did I do wrong here in order for it to have played out right next time? And yeah, then go and, and do it again. Because I think if you had gone into something like Forex trading or something like that, you would have lost all that education. <laughs> it would have been so sad. It's like, well, now right. that I've screwed up epically, I've learned all this stuff. I got to put it to practice. You have to almost look at it as, as it's, your, it's the price of your education. So I spent $300,000 for my education to make millions. You know, it's a fair trade-off. $36,000 in credit card debt to make millions because that most of that debt was going to events and reading um, books and buying product and just learning the game. Right. And, and then once I, once you crack the code and as long as you stick around long enough and hang around the right people, you're going to crack the code at some point. I love that. Love it. Love it. Jordan, you have been absolutely amazing. Any last words for our peeps? Don't quit on a bad day. <laughs> Everybody quits on a bad day. Don't quit on a bad day. Put that um, on your put that on your mirror. You're <laughs> Jordan, thank you again so much for being here with us. I appreciate it immensely. I know how valuable your time is. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for inviting me to be part of this. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with your entrepreneurial friends. We love helping you grow. Thank you for listening to 7 to 8. If you're interested in upping your speaking game, be sure to connect with our guests with the links in the show notes and connect with me to see how we can help you get your tech done for you and help your speaking dreams come true.